Open up my heart and let you in. 敞开心，邀请你进来。Open up my 
愿你的恩雨各降下在这干渴的土地上。西安本身的名的意思就是干旱之地。The meaning of the word Zion is dry and parched land, a thirsty land. 我们在等候你的雨降下来。成因与造因。The the former and the latter rains. Let it rain. 愿你把雨降下来。Open the floodgates. 打开天上的门。来到这干渴的地，每一个干渴的心，每一个干渴的心，每一个干渴的心。I just want to speak into a dry area. 我想着向着我们干渴的地方说话。Our children are our future. 我们的孩子们，我们的将来。Our families are our strength. 我们的家是我们的力量的来源。And as we were worshiping, the Lord laid upon my heart just like a word of knowledge. 在敬拜的时候，神把一句知识的言语放在我心里。That there are families who are struggling. 有些家正在挣扎。That there's a lot of screaming and yelling going on in the house. 在家当中有许多呃尖叫吵闹的时候。And so I want to speak a word of encouragement. 我要说一句鼓励的话。You are not bad parents. 你不是坏的父母。These are not bad children. 你们有的不是坏的儿女。As we were singing, open up our hearts. We open up our hearts to you. 当我们去唱说“打开我们的心门”，我们真的把我们的心门打开。I feel like the Lord wants to take our eyes off of behavior and onto hearts. 我感受主想把我们眼光从我们那些不好的行为里面转移。That children will go through things and phases. 孩子会经过不同的事情阶段。And yes, we want their behavior to be good, but it's about their hearts. What's happening in their hearts? 我们想看到他们的行为变好是对的，但是我们想看到他的心也变好。And so I want to bless these parents. 所以要祝福每一个父母。As you pray and seek the Lord, He will show you the keys to your children's hearts. 当你去寻求主的时候，他会给你钥匙进到你儿女的心当中。And we want to bless these homes with the Spirit of the Living God. 我要祝福这里每一个家有主神的灵领导。You are not alone. You're part of a bigger family. 你不是孤单的，你住在一个大家庭里面。And we're learning to have family in a different way. 我们都愿意学习，把家活得不一样。Where we grow in the things of the Lord together, and the fruit is the behavior, but the hearts are most important. 在关于主的事上，我们一起成长，而且从圣灵来，要结出果子来。
So Lord Jesus, we bless these parents. 所以我们奉主的名去祝福每一对父母。Turn on your light in these homes. 把这个家当中每个地方的光给照亮出来。Show these precious families your perspective. 每一个宝贵的家，愿你把你的眼光赐给他们。And we also ask that you would turn on understanding to children's needs. 愿你也把孩子真正的需要的亮光打开。That they would not grow up with some of the abandonment that we did. 愿他们成长不会像我们上一辈一样有那些感觉被遗弃的感觉。We receive your love. 我们领受你的爱。We receive your light. 我们领受你的光。Thank you that we're part of a bigger family. 感谢你，你使我们在一个更大的家庭里面。In Jesus' name. 奉耶稣的名。
I would just like to um, build a little bit on what Joanne was praying. 我就想按照 Joanne 刚才说祷告的，继续再补充一点。I'm beginning to realize more and more that the way of correction and discipline. 我开始意识到许多啊纠正，许多啊要守纪律的这种行为。Can maybe change outward behavior. 他们可以改变外在的行为。But maybe does very little for the growth of the inner life and the spirit. 但很多时候却不能，你内内在的生命，你的心可以成长。And the best thing we can do in any situation is to raise the level of the Lord's presence. 所以在各种情况里面，我们最好的方法是增加主的同在。Feed and nourish the spirit. 要去滋养，啊，滋养你的灵。Every child has within them a conscience. 每个孩子心中都有从神来的良知，有一个很深的知道特别是那些已经领受主到他们心当中的。So our highest, highest object is to let that life grow. 所以我们最高的目的，目的就是要使这个生命被滋养、被成长起来。To let that life speak. 让这个生命可以自己说话。And let them learn how to hear and to respond to that inner voice in their spirit. 帮助孩子们可以去回应在他们里面灵人当中的声音。And I know even as a principle in this house. 即便我们在家当中也有同样的一个信念。I came from a very disciplined background. 我自己呢的出生是一个非常高纪律的一个长大的环境。And I was bothered at the beginning because I felt there was not enough order and discipline. 所以在最开始我进到这个家当中，觉得啊这里的纪律不够好。And sometimes I thought there should be a correction. 有时候我会觉得，嗯，我们需要纠正一点错误。But I realized the more you correct, the more you change outward behavior. 但是我发现了，当你不停纠正外在这些东西，就只有外在的行为改变。And then people begin to ask themselves continually, what should I or what should I not do? 以至于人不停在问自己，究竟我该做什么，我不该做什么 ？How do I need to behave to please others? 我的行为要怎么样改变，去使别人觉得喜悦 ？But much rather, let's raise the level of the spirit and the Lord's presence. 但不要这样，我们宁愿提高的是神的同在，神的呃临在。That all of us and our children learn to hear and respond to that inner voice. 愿我们的孩子们都可以懂得如何去回应这个灵里面的声音。We do need teachers, but we need above all to hear His voice. 我们不需要更多的老师，我们又需要更多的听见他的声音。To grow not into outward performance, but into His likeness. 啊，不是在外在行为上更多的去做得好，而是。在他的光，在他的灵里面更上更大成长。And even these words and these songs of longing， 这些的歌词里面所表达的渴望 ，draw our heart more and more into His presence。更多的使我们被带到呃渴望跟他在一起的那个地方。That、we would grow not into a performance but into Your likeness, Lord。所以以至于我们可以成长，不是为了要外在做的多棒，而是。要知道他在我们旁边。We want to have your presence pervade our whole being. 我们愿神你的同在完完全全去浸泡呃在我们的这周周遭。Thank you for your presence. 感谢你与我们同在。Thank you for this presence in every one of our saints. 感谢你在你每个圣徒每一个属于你的子民当中同在。We breathe life and love on it. 我们
Together we shall grow into His likeness. Amen. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Let us become more aware of your presence. Let us experience the glory of your goodness. Oh, Holy Spirit, you are. Let's continue our our act of worship as we bring our tithes and offering. Thank you, Lord, for your presence. Lord, we are overcome by, by your presence and your grace. Lord, as we come together as, as family and as your body to seek you. It's our pleasure to worship at your throne. To lift our praise and our worship unto you. The God of gods. The Lord of lords. And our Father. Thank you, Lord.
Amen. Amen. This is going to be so good. We spent a lot of our time together yesterday even with Deborah. <laughs> As Pascal referred to yesterday, we spent time together at the welcome to our home. And it was like we opened up an old photo album of the family. And we literally did that. We got film from a VHS tape and we were able to play it barely. And it really began to bring us back to some memories of uh, how church started and who we are. And I think you guys have come at a really good time. Because we are re... Um, the word isn't refocusing, revisiting who we are. And even we're, we're looking at, at some places in our house, that can we refresh ourselves and refresh the house to express who we are? And I kind of want to paint a picture of you of where my, my mind and my heart is at right now. I feel like we have all these um, uh, materials New materials that have been brought to the house. And we're about to do some places like a, a renovating, some places building a new room, and it's, it's starting to get to be like a construction zone. And I don't know if any of you have had the privilege or the burden of um, building a house or uh, renovating while you're living in it. Like, your kitchen looks like a kitchen, but it not really isn't a kitchen. And you can't decide whether, like, you're in the season where I, I, I'm believing that we're going to get to live in a wonderful place, but right now, I just don't like this place I'm in right now. And we almost want to invest everything into it all at once so I can get it done quickly and then we can then live in it. And sometimes we like want to get it done so bad we forget to eat. But the whole reason that we have the ability to expand is because God's given us a little bit of surplus. And the, and the whole point of making more room is that because there's going to be more people. And so I'm caught in this kind of like construction zone phase in my heart and in my head. That they're the things that, that God is bringing back to us 
um, uh, bringing, uh, bringing to our hearts that it's filling up my heart, but like, oh, I, don't, oh, I don't know where to put this quite yet. And then you know sometimes when you go back into your old stuff and you start looking through boxes like, I kept this for a reason. And you start looking through your photos. And then you forget what you were in that room for in the first place. Because you're so distracted by the goodness of God in that box of memories. And that's how I feel like when I'm preparing my messages. And then yesterday we had to go into this big box of memories from 41 years ago. And my message went out the window. So does it feel like I'm stalling a little bit right now? I believe there's that one verse that... Um, that kind of got me going thinking about this perspective. I think it's in 2 Corinthians 9. Uh, and bread for food will also supply and increase your store of seed and will enlarge the harvest of your righteousness. Let's read verse 11 too because it's so good. You will be enriched in every way so that you can be generous on every occasion. And through us, your generosity will result in thanksgiving to God. Uh, may I, I'm just going to speak that over us one more time. Verse 11, you will be enriched in every way. Open up our hearts. Let's receive that. You'll be enriched in every way. So that you can be generous. You're going to be blessed because you're going to bless. On what occasion? Occasionally? On every Occasion. I'm going to speak to all your occasions. Even what we hit a little bit in, in worship today. Because some of your occasions might not be occasions for celebration. But we're going to speak enrichment, generosity, on every occasion. And through us, thanksgiving will be given to God. Now, verse 10. Seed and bread. I feel like when I'm in a construction zone, 
I'm holding seed and bread. Because if I don't, if I only sow my seed, if I only invest, I actually will lose um, energy to actually sustain what I'm sowing into. I need to remember to eat. Now, actually, I don't really have that problem. But when I go shopping with my wife, when we go down to the States, she's like, can you come down to the States for me just a little bit, a little time? And she knows that she only has a little time, so she has no time to eat. She's invested in a mission. And I am going to use all this time to gather. And I'm like, don't forget, we need to eat. There is wisdom of knowing what to eat and what to sow. We don't sow bread. We sow seed. Now, we could eat seed. But every farmer knows that if you eat seed, you're not going to have bread. We can make bread from seed. But we actually can't keep bread. Bread molds. It doesn't take a lot of smarts to differentiate between seed and bread. But it does take wisdom and discernment when to eat your seed, when to make bread. And I think we're all in this kind of a season right now. We're looking forward. There's some abundance. And there's a, 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 a something in our heart that says we need to make space. And we need to make space so that we can store more. And a lot of storehouses store seed. So that we have wisdom to feed when there's a need. And so uh, I've been getting all these uh, pictures of seed and bread in the, in the different things that the different ones in the family have been sharing. Remember the very last... Um, Encourage a statement Papa Daniel prayed over all of us last Sunday. He said, some of you feel like you're in a dark place. That you're looking around and, and you're, you feel suffocated, you feel buried. And 
对，被埋葬。哎，maybe some of us have been in a season where I—I don't feel there's much life from what I'm doing. I just feel like I'm—I'm being put into the ground。所以好像就是你在这个季节里面，你感觉没有什么生命，好像你被掩埋在地下了。
has to break. 那个种子,那个很坚硬的壳,它需要先破裂。What happened to Peter? 彼得过来,结果是怎么样? He had such a hard shell. 他有这样一个坚硬的壳。And maybe God put that there because it needed to protect that, that life that was inside that seed. 可能神需要先要有这样的一个壳,能够来保护在这个壳里面那样的一个生命的种子。But at some point, that hardness of that shell no longer served the seed. Maybe some of us we we've gone through experiences and, and we've been hardened in battle and we're like, this is the way God made me. But sometimes that hard shell is actually keeping us from really being fruitful for our seed. 有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有有
And for the three times that Peter denied Jesus, the three times Jesus asks him, "Do you love me?" 那彼得三次不认主，神就三次来问他：“你爱我吗？” But that wasn't it. 但不仅是那样。Because then came time for um the 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 early church to decide what was clean and what was not clean. 那早期的教会，他们就会要来分辨说什么是圣的，什么是俗的。It was something that the church had never done before. 是有些事情是教会从来没有这样做过的。And in their zeal, in their Peter's zeal, they were following God. And God shows Peter a dream, and and Peter says, "Ah, there ain't no way I'm touching that food because it's unclean." 所以这样，那个彼得的这个热心就说，不可能，呃，我会去去触碰那个不洁净的东西的。Do you know what convinced Peter that God was speaking? 你你知道什么东西来呃印证彼得知道说这是神说对他说的话吗 ？If you read, do you know how many times God asked Peter to eat? 你知道多少次彼得神让彼得去吃啊 ？Three times. 三次。It was like God unlocked the code of his heart. 所以神好像就是来扩张他的心。It says, "I've broken your shell." 他说我已经破开了这个盒硬壳。You know how I speak? I speak to you in threes, Peter. 你知道你我是怎么样跟你说的？我是三次跟你说彼得。This is me. Now, if Peter's old shell was still hard, you know, Peter's old shell was still hard. 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 You know, What are we planted in? We soil. You know what? You know where you came from? And where you're gonna go? Did you know that you're gonna be planted back into the same material that you came from and that you're gonna go? Material, 东西那个材料里面。What's the point of that? 那那这个有什么用处呢 ？Find yourself soil that will kill you. 就是找到你自己那个那个土，从你从这个土中出来，这个土能够来把你杀死。Church of Zion. 西安。A bunch of dirt. 是很多的这个灰尘。We are all dirt. We're going to go back to dirt. We need to go back to dirt. I am so glad. We, I, God has chosen. God has chosen. Soil. That I don't mind dying in. I don't mind dying in. That will kill your outer shell. But will bring nutrients to the life that God has planted in you. 但是会带来那样的一个营养是神要在给你的。Now you see why do we have to go through that process of Peter? 所以我我们在想我们为什么要走过彼得的这样的一个经历呢 ？We have to be okay with losing it all. 我们需要就是失去所有的是好的，是可以的。We have to be okay with losing the 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 not getting the promise like Moses. 
We have to be okay that our identity isn't tied into the project that God's given the purpose of my life. That's where our, our shell, our seed falls off. Because if we're not okay with it, if we're like, I have to have this in order to survive. Then the purity of the seed is not evident. And, and God would say, if I gave it to you, you're going to worship it. No, 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 I'm not. I'm, I'm going to glorify God with what you give me. No, because the moment God takes it away from you, you're going to be meditating on what you lost. And that exposes our heart that my, re my final reward wasn't God himself, my reward was actually in the purpose that you gave me. So find a family that might not recognize you for your purpose. But will love you enough so that your shell breaks. So that, so that your real heart of worship comes out. And then what you do is unto the Lord. Now, I, I can do this without expectation, without fear. Now in this soil, I can have freedom to grow. Because I'm not just trying to bear fruit. Find some living dirt. <laughs> Thank God that we have found a patch of living dirt. And if that's not biblical, somebody come in and help me out. Right? We're living stones. But I figure if we're going back to dirt and dust, this is what I want to be. I want to be in a place that is alive, has nutrients. Okay. So sow your seed. Uh, a few other pictures of seed. Uh, Psalm 92. Psalm 92. The righteous will flourish like a palm tree. They will grow like a cedar of Lebanon. Verse 13, planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God. 14, they will still bear fruit in old age. They will stay fresh and green. So I want to 
have green leaves in my old age. 我希望在我年老的时候，我还有绿色的果子，呃，叶子。When Pastor Colin and Simon talk about the foundation and call me old, I want to still be green. 所以当这个Colin牧师来说到我们教会的这个根据说我是老的时候，我说我还是要来长长绿。The benefit of is if Pastor Colin calls me old, I'll point it right back at him. 好事就是他说我老的时候，我就把他这个返回他自己身上。How do we stay green? 我们怎么样能够呃常常保持我们绿自家？Ask your neighbor, how do you stay green? 告诉你旁边，你怎么样能够保持长绿？That was more, how do you stay awake? How do you stay green? The Bible says you have to be planted. Not skipping around. Not finding different living soil. Planted in the house of the Lord. Planted. And then they will flourish. And then they will bear fruit. How else can we stay fruitful? Psalm chapter 1. Blessed is the man whose way is, is blameless. Who keeps the law of the Lord. Doesn't step with the wicked. Verse 2. Whose delight is in the law of the Lord, who meditates on his law day and night. He is like a tree planted by streams of water, yields fruit in season, leaf does not wither. Whatever they do prospers. I want to have the wisdom when God gives us seed and bread that on every occasion we prosper. Whatever we do, it doesn't matter if I'm seeding, I prosper. And if I'm eating bread, I prosper. And on every occasion, I win on the up, I win on the down. Because my shell is no longer getting in the way of my life of worship, whatever I do, is unto the Lord. Now, Jesus confuses his disciples with bread quite a few times. So I'm, I'm asking for wisdom what to do with our seed, what to do with bread. I don't want to be quite like the disciples. In our last few communions, we actually touched on uh, breaking bread with a, a, an added uh, dimension. Remember when Jesus feeds the 5,000? The disciples is like, we should send everybody home. 
Because we're in such a remote place, there's no way we could feed everybody. And Jesus is like, what do we have? And they rounded up five loaves and two fish. And I'm wondering how far they looked. Like, did they stop at the first kid? Ah, oh, we found something! Like, was that kid the only kid that packed a lunch? And they stole from a kid, they didn't take from an adult. Right, and so they, uh, they took the kid's lunch, bullies, they took his lunch. I don't, know. I don't know, maybe all 12 men rounded up. I don't know how, how that happened. Right. But they, they take his lunch and then Jesus gives thanks for this bread. I think bread elicits thankfulness. Right? 2 Corinthians 9 says, when you share on every occasion, when you share that bread, it'll elicit thanksgiving to God. What if we had the bread of His presence that we kept sharing? Right. But what's the picture here? They, they, they broke bread. And I, I firmly believe that Jesus just gave the disciples the bread and the fish. But Jesus gave the disciples the bread. Because if you're in a field of 5,000 men plus women and children, that's a big field. Like, has anybody ever done like lunch lines at conferences? Like if everybody had to line up at the table, the, the next session would have started before everybody gets to eat. Different perspective. What's going on? So I'm sure Jesus just put here's some fish, here's some bread, go. And as they began to break bread, it's multiplying in their hands. It's multiplying in their I don't have to go back to Jesus to get more bread. And as I'm breaking what I have, I don't have the whole loaf. I just have what was given me. But the miracle is happening in my hand. And I begin to feed everybody. Not just that. Everybody's full. They get 12 baskets. And Jesus is like, that's souvenirs for you guys, disciples. The 12 thought that there wasn't enough. The 12 of you thought there wasn't enough. Now there's 12 more baskets for you to bring home. And the disciples are like, I don't have a fridge for that. 
Remember bread molds and fish rots? But then a few chapters later, more hungry people. 4,000. And the disciples like, we've seen this one before. Let's go pick on another kid. Because they couldn't steal from the adults. Or maybe word got out, hey, Jesus prepares lunch too, free lunch, so just go show up. So 7,000 show up this time. No, 4,000, 4,000. Seven loaves and more fish. And the disciples are like, I'm so confused about bread. They leave that mountain. They get on a boat. Uh, Matthew 16. Matthew 16. It's a very funny verse. It says, and the disciples forgot to bring bread. I don't know if you could find that for me. Does anyone see it? Verse 5. Verse 5. I don't know why they put it's it's like they're telling on like someone's writing the Bible and say, Oh, by the way, so and so forgot to do what they were supposed to do. When they went across the lake, the disciples forgot to take bread. And Jesus asked them a question. About the leaven, about about bread. Verse 6. Maybe I'll pull it up myself. Oh, is it there? Be careful, be on your guard. And then uh, uh, verse 10. What's, uh, verse 10. Be careful, be on your guard against the yeast of the... F- okay. Verse 6. All right. So, sorry, I'm, I'm giving uh, PowerPoint a hard time. Here. Be careful, Jesus said to them. Be on your guard against the yeast of Pharisees and Sadducees. Verse 7. They discuss this amongst themselves and it's like, ah, oh, Jesus is mad because we forgot the bread. Like they just went through two huge miracles. Lack of bread was the least of their problems. Like if there's one fear that the disciples would no longer have, it would be the lack of bread. Because all they've known the last two days is God can make bread out of anything. But they're like, ah, oh, Jesus is mad at us, guys. They missed the point. I don't want to miss the point. What was Jesus kind of talking to? He's like, 
the yeast of the Pharisees. 他说是法利赛人的教, uh, may I suggest to you? He's a guard, guard against trying to learn everything and know everything but not have the life of it. The Pharisees were well known for uh, studying scripture but not going past the scripture for the life of it. I think that links back to last week's the, the, the oil and the lamp. Don't just have the lamp of it, we need the oil of it. Because seed, in order to grow, not only needs to be planted, but in fact, seed needs intimacy. Words themselves don't bring life. I'll explain that. Words themselves don't give birth. I can call my wife on the phone, but that won't give birth. It requires intimacy. To give birth. And I think Jesus is saying, don't just do what's on the outside, what looks like it. Go past, study through the scripture, get into the life to me. Come know me, intimacy. So we've got these few pictures of seed. And of bread. I believe if you don't like what you're harvesting, plant a different seed. And perhaps if you haven't harvested, plant seed. What this is it it seems simple, but it's actually a quite hard. I don't have enough time. If you want more time, what should you plant? Plant more time. Oh, I don't have enough of that fruit of that resource. Then don't eat the bread of that fruit. Plant the seed of that fruit. I don't have enough patience in my house. I don't have the fruit of patience. I need to plant some patient seeds. See, a farmer, when he says, What don't I have? I need to plant more of what I don't have. And I think most of us, unfortunately, I grew up, if I want a flower, guess what I, guess what I do? I buy a flower. Only gardeners say, if I want a flower, 
I'm going to buy a seed. 只有那个呃，这个花园的园丁说，如果我没有花花的话，我要买更多的种子。And too many of us have been、uh, programmed to only get the fullness of it, but we forget that it actually comes from a seed. 很多人我们都好像觉得说我们需要得到那个满足的那个情那个呃情况，但是我们却忘记我们需要来栽种。So as in this season. Of us pruning back so that we can be more fruitful. So in this season, we need to be pruned so that we can be more fruitful. It's useful to plant some seeds. It's very important to plant some seeds. Or you yourself might have to get planted too. Maybe you yourself is like a seed that needs to be planted. Get planted. Get planted. Grounded, rooted. And some of us who have some excess seed. So, some people we have too much seed. In fact,、uh, here's the verse that that I felt as、uh, Joel two nineteen. That here, a passage is in the book of Joel. Joel two nineteen. This is a chapter about. Two chapters. It's a. It, it has. A, it's like a, a. Lots of action in that chapter, but it's about the day of the Lord. 那那边有很多的这个章节哈，那是讲到了神的日子，就是约珥书二章十九节。I am sending you grain, new wine, and olive oil enough to satisfy you fully. Never again will I make you an object of scorn to the nations. 因为神应许他百姓说，我必赐给你们五谷、新酒和油，使你们饱足。我再也不使你们受列国的羞辱。And I felt last year God was had had given me this verse. 我觉得去年神给我这样的一个经文 And I believe it's we're still holding on to that. 我相信我们是还在持守这个经文 But you know what seed? I I I went and I kind of researched grain. All grains are seeds. 我知道所有的谷物都是种子 But not every seed is a grain. 但是不是每一个 So when God says, "I'm sending you grain," I can confidently say He's giving us seed. So when God says, "I'm sending you grain," I can confidently say He's giving us seed. So when God says, "I'm sending you grain," I can confidently say He's giving us seed. So when God says, "I'm sending you grain," I can confidently say He's giving us seed. So when God says, "I'm sending you grain," I can confidently say He's giving us seed. So when God says, "I'm sending you grain," I can confidently say He's giving us seed. So when God says, Grain seeds. You, you, among you, some people will come to plant the seeds. Some of it, God's asking us to put it into our storehouses. Some people, God will let us put these seeds into our storehouses. Some of it, God's going to say, "No, bake bread with it." Some people, God's going to say, "No, bake bread with it." Feed the people around you. 能够来喂养你周围的人。Let's bake the bread of His presence. 然后来把他的同在，就好像就是我们来烤出来给别人一样。I am sending you grain, new wine, and olive oil. 我赐给你们五谷、新酒和油。New wine, new oil. 新酒、新油。Grain, wine, and oil. 谷、油和酒。I feel there's a lot more to. Glean that God has for us from this verse. I believe we can in this verse find more to glean from this verse. I believe we can find more to glean from this verse. I believe we can find more to glean from this verse. I believe we can find more to glean from this verse. I believe we can find more to glean from this verse. I believe we can find more to glean from this verse.
Now I know what I need to do with this grain. So you now know how I will handle this grain. And so I believe in the coming weeks. I believe in the coming weeks. There's gonna be like different moving parts in this. Like we we feel like we're we're building. We feel like that there's construction, but there's like rooms that that we're still using. 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 Our children's ministry is also getting a revisit. Ah, 那孩子的施工也会重新的我们来回顾一下。And all the different departments were actually even a heart for home. We're coming back to what is the heart of God for Him to build this house. What is His heart? 所以就是好像就是在这个心在家中一样，就是神的心在这个家中，他要怎么样来？ And in the midst of all this activity, in this all of these activities, we want everybody to know what the blueprint was. We want everyone to know what the blueprint was. We want everyone to know what the blueprint was. We want everyone to know what the blueprint was. But when you do renovations, you need like some、uh, order of operations about it. So, when you do renovations, you need like some order of operations about it. Right? We don't we don't start painting before we take walls down. We don't start painting before we take walls down. And, and I'm saying this because I believe God's going to give us lots of hands for our home. In the day of my power, my people will be willing. So God will give us many hands for our home. In the day of my power, my people will be willing. So God will give us many hands for our home. In the day of my power, my people will be willing. So God will give us many hands for our home. In the day of my power, my people will be willing. So God will give us many hands for our home. In the day of my power, my people will be willing. Stay planted. Because it's in that place that character is being built, patience is being built, the word in you is being built. And if you're a painter, we can't have you show up too early. There's an order of operations. The electricians come in. The plumber comes in. The people who make things nice come in at the very end. So, 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 God is going to give us even clearer vision. Where we kind of fit in, in the body. We are going to fit in the body. We are going to fit in the body. We are going to fit in the body. So that we can bless others. That's 2 Corinthians 9. Right. Um. Should we plant 
a little seed, Pastor Rebecca, a little seed for what we're feeling. I think as I sat and listened to our papas yesterday, I wanted, I felt such an honor for the generations that have walked before us. And a challenge as we live in the present. But also, what does it look like to go into the future? And I feel in I was sharing this a little bit yesterday. But I feel it's such a unique call, the people who are in this house. And I feel that God does not make mistakes. I truly believe that every one of you have been called to this house for this season. And I always say seasons. Because as you know, people come and go. But family is forever. And you're in a family here. And one of the things I was challenged with as I was listening to our fathers yesterday. Is that verse from Deuteronomy 29. Deuteronomy 29, it says the secret things of the Lord belong to him. But the things revealed belong to us and our children's children. There's something about what has been revealed. The revelation that has been spoken in previous generations. Because in Proverbs 22, it says, don't move the ancient boundaries. So we're not to move the ancient boundaries of the, our forefathers. But we're building on the revelation that they walked in. Right? When their ceiling becomes our floor. Right? There is a responsibility we have to steward that revelation. With revelation comes responsibility for each of us. We're not just hanging on to the words of our forefathers. But I believe he's speaking to each other and there's fresh oil, fresh wine that is coming. And I, and I feel like each of us in this place, we have a role to play. Everything that we do comes from a place of worship. As we seek the Lord as to our place practically of where we need to be in Zion, where has God placed us? I'm challenged to 
make sure that we come in this place to prepare a, a, a dwelling place for him. Like our heart is, if your presence doesn't go before us, we're not going there. You see, I think sometimes we focus so much on gifts that are visible within the church. Maybe the, the, the teacher, the pastor, the one the pastor, the one with the prophetic you know, giftings. But I believe in each of us, God has created a passion. There's a seed, there's a calling. That's ready to come out. Don't minimize that. Do it unto worship, unto Him. You know, I was... In, even thinking about hospitality within this church. There are those who are thinking all the time, how do we enable the church, the family, to connect together further, deeper? And their heart is, oh, maybe I can serve coffee and tea before service. What a gift that is to the family. And as we do it unto worship unto Him, we're not here to prove anything to anyone else. I was, I was reading, um, I love this quote from A.W. Tozer. And it challenges about the presence of God and the manifest presence of God. And it says you can have one without the other. See, as a Christian, the presence is God, the presence of God is everywhere we go. And we can be completely unaware of it, but his presence is with us. But the manifest presence of God only comes. When we are aware of it. How are we living our lives? Are we aware of His presence? Every morning when I go to when I go to school with the kids or get them ready for school, my simple prayer for them is Holy Spirit allow us to be aware of Your presence. Because whatever he's asked us to do, whatever he's called us to, it may not be in the four walls of this church. It may be when I'm out on the soccer pitch with my son. But God's saying you need to be there today instead of prayer meeting. We carry his presence. We carry his presence wherever we go.
I think when we're aware of that, 我相信我们能够意识到这些 It will begin to shift the way that we respond. 它会改变我们回应的这个态度 See, obedience is the highest form of worship. 因为顺服是一个最高层面的一个敬拜 You can sacrifice. 你会你能够牺牲 without being obedient. 但是这个牺牲可能里面没有顺服。But you can't walk in obedience without sacrifice. 但是你不可能没有牺牲而进入到这个顺服的里面。It's going to cost us something. 因为它会让你付上代价。And I feel in this new season, as we're talking about seed. 所以我相信这个就是一个季节，我们要讲到这个种子。This seed dying. 这个种子是在死去。If we truly walk in obedience, it's going to cost us something. 如果我们真实的顺服，跟神同行的话，一定会来让我们付上代价的。It's going to make us uncomfortable. 它不会让我们感觉到舒服的。It's going to shift our paradigm of what is normally done in the church and not out the and and what is done outside of the church. 它会改变我们，好像认为正常我们该教在教会里面做什么，在教会外面做什么的那样的一个模式。We aren't to limit His presence to the four walls of this building. 我们不能够来限制神的同在，只在这个四墙之内的教会里面。How do we walk kingdom every day? What we do, 我们怎么样每一天在我们所做的每一件事情上把神的国活出来 ？How do we host His presence everywhere we go? 我们怎么样来呃看顾神的同在？我们无论走到哪里 ，Obedience is the highest form of worship. 因为顺服是一个最高层面的一个对神的敬拜。So I feel challenged today. 所以我感觉到一个今天的一个挑战。That the Lord stirs in our heart and speaks to us. 愿神的话。As we walk in a deeper revelation of what our fathers have planted in this house, 当我们更深的走入走进我们的父我们的父辈们在这个家所栽种的这个启示的里面的时候 ，I believe that there will be fresh oil and wine that is going to come. 我相信那个新酒和新油会会来临。There will be an abundance of it. 那那有一个富足在那里。But we ask ourselves. 但是我们需要问自己。Make us aware of your presence. 让我们能够意识到、感觉到你同在。Every little thing that we do help us to be aware of your presence. 在我们所做的每一件小事上面，帮助我们能够意识到你的同在。Because without your presence, I will not take a step. 因为如果没有你同在，我一步也不想走。And I believe as we begin to walk with that heart posture, 如果我相信，如果我们用这样的心来开始同行的时候 ，the Lord will begin to reveal things in your heart. 神就会开始来启示你心中所有的。And you're going to begin to own the family. 你就会开始来拥有这个家。And you're going to see kingdom in a new way. 你就会在一个新的一个层面来看这个神的国度。You're going to see the family from His perspective. 你会从他的眼光来看这个家。It's no more what can I receive. 就不再是我能够领受什么那样的态度。But God, I'm an empty vessel for you. 那你就会说神啊，我是一个空器皿在你面前。Amen. Amen. So good. Um, 真好。Just one. One thought. I was asking the Lord when in worship we were saying, "Open our hearts, open our hearts, open our hearts." In our worship, we were saying, "Open our hearts, open our hearts, open our hearts." In our worship, we were saying, "Open our hearts, open our hearts, open our hearts." In our worship, we were saying, "Open our hearts, open our hearts, open our hearts." In our worship, we were saying, "Open our hearts, open our hearts, open our hearts." In our worship, we were saying, "Open our hearts, open our hearts, open our hearts." In our worship, we were saying, "Open our hearts, open our hearts, open our hearts." In our worship, we were saying, "Open our hearts, open our hearts, open our hearts." In our worship, we were saying, "Open our hearts, open our hearts, open our hearts." In our worship, we were saying, "
all be elevated to a new way of of seeing God in a functioning. What used to be mysteries that have been revealed to us, we're responsible for passing to the next generations. But this is what Jesus was saying to the disciples. You saw me create bread. Why do you still not understand? I've just revealed to you the heart of the Father. I just revealed to you the ability of the Father. I've just, when you witness a miracle, you're responsible now for that miracle. When you receive the revelation of a seed, you're now responsible for that seed. And Jesus said, How could you? When you watched me multiply bread, still not understand about bread. Why are you, why are you confused? Do you know what it takes for someone to watch a miracle and then not have it change them and believe nothing of it? What kind of person is that? If I just saw your generosity, but it doesn't change the way I think about you, if I just saw abundance, but I continue to have a mindset of lack. You know what that is an indication of? A hard heart. Maybe really slow mind. But more importantly, a hard heart. I believe when we were saying, God, open up my heart, open up my heart, open up my heart. God is saying to all of us. The revelation of what you know about me, it's time to walk in it. Because when you see a miracle and you walk opposite to what that miracle showed, then you have a hardened heart. And Jesus always spoke to his disciples. Why is your heart so hard? Which makes me so excited about our season. God is with us every week. His goodness is, it just permeates all the different um, connections that we have. He's doing miracles amongst our midst. He's changing hearts. He's doing many things. What if our shells, our belief systems, continue to break even more? Because 
what if we steward the revelation that God's given us of who He is well? Then I believe our fruitfulness is going to increase. Our fruitfulness is going to increase. So God, we open up our hearts. We open up our hearts. Afresh. The slightest word. That moves us to obedience. The slightest glance. That leads us to what is on your heart. Soften our hearts. That we may be like Peter. That know that you have penetrated deep into our core. That even if you've asked us things that um, we've never heard before. And even if it's stuff that we've never done before. And even in the previous season where it was out of my worship that I would never touch those things. But God, if you Speak to our heart. We open up our hearts. And we say, God, have your way. Lead us in ways where we have not walked before. We trust you. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 amen.